Hi, welcome to our podcast, Like Jasper. My name is Sarah Calvin, and I'm your host, along with my fabulous cousin, Brittany Gonzalez. Our podcast comes from a scripture found in Revelations 4.3, where in John's vision, he attempts to describe the indescribable image of Christ and says he is like Jasper. Our hope is to be more like him daily and come alongside of you to encourage and build you up in your faith. Join us on today's episode of Like Jasper. We're back. <laughs> yeah, is over. <laughs> we're gonna be we're picking up where we left off on the Holy Spirit because we just had so much to say mm-hmm. and so much to share of our heart, and we don't know how many parts this is gonna be, but we know <laughs> that we don't want to rush it and we don't want to overwhelm you guys. So, um, Sarah, you were right as we ended our our last session, you were getting into some really powerful things and I, I rudely cut you off so that, (laughs) (laughs) so that you could come back, we could come back this, this time and you could really dive into it a little bit more and not have to, you know, we didn't want to be on a timeline, a time crunch. So I want you to pick up where you left off and let's hit crack a lacking. (laughs) All right. So, um, what the last thing we were talking about is the revealer of truth that God, um, the Holy Spirit, one of the, there's many, many functions of the Holy Spirit, but one of them is the revealer of truth. And that through that, the Holy Spirit gives us an interpretation of the word. And we find that in John 16, 13. And I know we talked about this briefly in the, the last podcast, but I just wanted to read the, the actual passage because I didn't read that. John, let's see, 16, 13. And it says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truths for he will not speak on his own initiative, but whenever he hears, he will speak and he will disclose to you what is to come. So right there, we see that one of the roles of, of the Holy Spirit is that he gives us that interpretation. He is our guide and he reveals to us whatever whatever he needs to disclose to us. And there's going to be different things along the way. Another function of the Holy spirit is he is the gift giver. Mm. And that is just like mind boggling, honestly, um, that you could, I'm not going to read you the entire chapter, (laughs) but if you want to dig into it on your own, first Corinthians 12, the entire chapter, I would just encourage you to read first Corinthians 12 the entire thing. And it's about the use of spiritual gifts. And so I'm going to read some of it for us today. Um, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware. You have, or you know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to the mute idols. However, you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the spirit of God says, Jesus is accused and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Mm. Now there are very uh, varieties of gifts, but the same spirit, right? Lots of gifts, but only one spirit. There's all the same spirit, the Holy Spirit. Mm. And there are varieties of ministries and the same Lord, right? Mm. One Lord, one spirit, variety of gifts, variety of ministries. There are a variety of effects, but only one God who works all things and all persons. So each of us have our uh, different spiritual gifts and, but it's all through the one God, one Lord, one spirit, but to each one to given is the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. For as one is given the word of the wisdom through the spirit and another word of knowledge, according to the same spirit to another faith, by the same spirit and to another gifts of healing by one of the spirit and to another affecting of miracles and to another prophecy and to another distinguishing spirits and to another various kinds of tongues and to another interpretation of tongues, but one in the same spirit will work all things distributing to each one individually, just as he wills. And then it goes on to talk about the body of Christ, how we're all one members but variety of different gifts and different things. And that to me is just so incredibly powerful 
because we are all called as believers, as children of God, we are called for a purpose and a reason. And if one body of Christ is not functioning to the fullest of the gift that they have been given, the whole body suffers. Yeah. Yeah. One member. Yeah. I think um, that is so good. And I think too, that, you know, um, the spiritual gifts honestly could be its own thing because it's so it's, it's something rich. Yes. And we (laughs) learn more and more about it all the time. Um, And, and I think, I think, I I think what I really wanted you to share you, I know you have more, but you said something to me. I don't even know how long ago, but you just recently said it again. And I just think that every listener needs to hear where you said, you know, how a parent speaks to their child, that topic, how you said that you remember what you said, you know, I do this to you a lot. I know, but, um, (laughs) it's always so good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was just saying, sharing with Brittany the other day, you know, how the Holy spirit speaks to each person is it might be different. And it's just like how as parents, we speak to each child differently. How I speak to my oldest child is very different how I speak to my youngest because they have very different personalities, different learning styles. What I say to my oldest, I could give, you know, this whole lecture, she'll sit there and listen to the whole thing dutifully and, you know, thoughtfully, whereas my my other, if I give a whole lecture, he's like spaced out. Like I can't <laughs> even. Right? Yeah. He, he lost be... you at like word four. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. I got gotcha. you. He's done after the third word. Right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, that was a good talk, mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I oh, have sorry. to, I have to be quick. I have to be to the point and I have to usually be pretty animated or show something physical, like um, point to something like, Hey, this thing right here, I need you to put this <laughs> t-shirt into the second drawer you know and like even point like mm-hmm. which drawer you know and and he gets it that way and that's that's great right and so just like how as parents or even as teachers or really anybody an aunt or uncle speaks to a child however we all we know how that child is and how they're going to to get it and just like that the holy spirit knows us individually and he's going to speak to us in different ways and through these spiritual gifts right like uh, gift of interpretation there's all kinds healing through tongues interpretation um but but like for Brittany, she revealed a couple of podcasts ago that one of god really speaks to her through dreams a lot of times and of course we know the enemy has used that against her as well but mm. that's a big way that the holy spirit it's not the only way no um, right right i know you're going to probably t- hone in on that and too but the holy spirit speaks to me in different ways Usually it's that still small voice mm-hmm. um, or a, a gift of discernment. He has given me a gift of discernment. So mm-hmm. I ha- I kind of discern things as people are speaking or as like just whatever through my goings, you know. So just like that, the Holy Spirit knows us. God knows us. And he's going to be speaking to us very individually and very personally. Yeah. And, and that's important. And I just like the way that you did that it gave me a lot of peace because I think when we're in something oh, I'm so sorry I feel like that was probably very loud I'm trying to no, get I my life to really much. okay <laughs> sorry I'm trying it's like I have a it doesn't matter okay anyways um but I, it's just so important to me because in the in thinking about spiritual and thinking about mm-hmm. this, this Holy spirit that dwells with inside you that you can be filled with that. He, you know, he, he comes, you're the temp, all this stuff. Well, that's like a lot to process. <laughs> and, 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 and again, the enemy has done his dutiful deed to make it be weird and scary. And just like, I don't want none of that now. Just like, let's, <laughs> you know, all that. But, mm-hmm. but when you think about the fact, and then there's like a comparison or like a one gift is more powerful or better than another gift. And I think in the real world, we compare and we try yeah. to like, say like, Oh, well, they do it like this. So I should do it like that. You know, I, I just thought that that, that, um, explanation that you gave was so, it was so simple, but so powerful because, you know, you're talking about the difference in your kids and the way that they learn and the way they receive and their age and stuff like that. But there's, there's also that level of what they're ready for, you know, what it's not just how they, 
will understand which you know like with my kids I got to be animated the whole time there's going to need to be a craft we're going to have to have a hands-on you know what I mean like it's not going to be a a lecture none of them are going to receive a lecture they just won't I mean they'll be respectful but it it did not go anywhere it sat right in the air and that's all where it went you know and I'm going to need to act it out there's going to be need to be some charades (laughs) it's just going to be awkward everybody music someone's going to have to dance it's just going to be it's going to get weird before they actually understand it but also um they they don't you know my 10 year old my 10 year old is ready to do certain chores certain certain things that I ask and expect of him he's ready for that my three-year-old's not right like (laughs) my son can do his laundry my three-year-old I'm not gonna ask her to pick up that jug and like go pour it into the washing machine because (laughs) what a mess right like it's not because she's not my child and it's not because I don't love her. And it's not right. because or it's not because you think she's dumb and can't do it. Absolutely. Right? She's not ready. And she yeah. she's not demonstrated that. And I know her best. And I know that does she cry and ask me to be able to do that? Yeah, she does. Absolutely she does. She that child literally wants to wash clothes like nothing else in this world. But <laughs> it's like I can't let you do that. I can let mm-hmm. you do this. And once I see that right. you can do this, then I can give you the next step, but baby, you're like three and you can't yeah. even pick this jug up. And then she right. showed me reach the buttons. Right. Like- and you don't even know what to push. And then, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. you fall in. You're, you're going to get washed too. Like, how are you even <laughs> going to get up there? You know? <laughs> and so, but, but really that, that speaks to our walk with Christ. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that I believe the word shows us are hidden from us for a time because we're not, he talks in parables to people and and when he's asked why, he's like, because they, they it says they'll be, <laughs> they'll hear and not perceive, you know, listen, all that, like, he, they're not going to understand that. And so um, when they're not ready for it, he's a merciful God too. Like my daughter's not ready to wash her clothes. That's just not where she's at. She is ready to help clear the plates. She is ready to put her clothes in the dirty clothes basket. She is ready to put her shoes where they go. And I know these are chores. I don't mean that. I mean, I, I, I'm just making the, the, the point that like, sometimes in your walk with the Lord, you might not be ready to receive the way, the, all of the ways that he could talk to you and all of the revelations and all of the gifts. There's mm-hmm. a season and there's a time for it and just trust him in that. And, you know, um, I think, you know, we see in scripture that to be true. Again, we always want to come back to scripture. You just read all the things about the gifts and the, the different, the different this and the different that. Mm-hmm. But like, we also see that Samuel heard an audible voice. Yeah. We see that Moses saw a burning bush, mm-hmm. right? Like we, and then the other ones are messengers, angels come and mm-hmm. speak. So God speaks in a variety of ways. But the thing I would just caution our listeners here, because again, the enemy is counterfeit and you have to be careful what spirits you entertain. If it doesn't line up with the word, if mm-hmm. what you're saying does not bring unity, if it doesn't bring glory to God, if it doesn't edify someone, mm-hmm. lift them up, it's not mm-hmm. from the Lord. Now, you mm-hmm. can have a word um, to say of caution, right? Like, hey, yeah. the Lord is cautioning you this, but that's edifying. That's building somebody up. That's bringing yeah. them back. But if you have a word and it doesn't line up with God. It's not from God. He does not. What is it? A house divided on itself cannot stand. He's not doing that. That's not something yeah. that he's doing in you. So, so when we say that he talks to you in different ways, rest assured every way that he talks to you lines up with his word, no matter mm-hmm. what that is, it will line up with his word and you will find clarity and, uh, you know, that root there in his word. And, and that's the other thing too, you know, Sarah, you, you, you have actually heard an audible voice. I've never heard an audible voice. Um, and, and I have heard him and we've both hear him, um, there's a quickness sometimes to the way that he says things to me, right? Like a, a a quickening of my spirit, I should say, not a quickness, a quickening of my spirit. And I know it and I cannot shake it. There are things that you just, you just can't, 
let it go. Just like we read about Paul, like he could not get rest in his spirit about something, you know? Yeah, um, the wrestling. Yeah, you wrestle with that, but... Um, but when you're wrestling with something, it's important to, if you're like, is this, is this God? Is this me? Is this, you know, and if you're wrestling in like that, it's the best thing to do, of course, is saturated in prayer. Yeah. Back it up with scripture. Is this biblical? But also bring it to godly counsel who mm. are going to prayer warriors who are going to be praying along with you about that. And if you are feeling, if it, if it does line up with scripture and it does, it, it's is going to be edifying and all of that, but you still aren't sure was that the Holy Spirit saying do this or was this a me thought? The best thing to do if God has not said you know, step out in faith. Yes, if God has not said no, then it's yes. <clears throat> yeah. If it's aligns right. and He hasn't said no, haven't we learned that kind of the hard yeah. way? <laughs> oh yeah. So, well, that's it. That's it. Because I have I've been like, oh, I don't know. I'm waiting for a clear answer. Like you know, I you know, back and forth, back and forth, and it's like hello <laughs> step out in that faith yeah you know it it lines up with scripture it's edifying there it it's for it lines up with scripture and all of that then step out into that faith and now if god doesn't want you to do it he is going to shut that door he is going to close it down but you know i think that's important too because sometimes as christian we are so afraid to step out of the will of god that we get paralyzed and we don't do anything at all we're like god i really don't want to do this and do something out of your will right and so we're just kind of like walking on eggshells mm-hmm. as opposed to being bold and saying okay i i feel like this i've done all i've done all the little check marks right yeah <laughs> and so now it's time to step out in that faith and see how the holy spirit leads yeah and and the thing too that the bible says that if you if you sow sparingly, you will reap sparingly. Mm-hmm. Um, and if yeah. you sow generously, you'll reap generously. So, the, and, and that, that is just a spiritual principle, any way you want to throw that. But if you, if you sow in faith, bold faith, man, you are going to reap in blessing. And I'm not talking about money and all the things I'm talking about. What happens inside your spirit is inexplicable the feeling Mm -hmm. that you and it's probably not even like what you did is not even that big a deal but the way you walk away from that you just can't come back from it it's that renewing it's it's just it's just I don't even know it's just it's it's incredible And, and I would say um you were making a point a minute ago and I just lost my train of thought that I was like, Oh, I need to say that. And then I didn't. And then a squirrel came in and I, (laughs) (laughs) which is pretty prevalent in my life. actually. I'm talking about, I'm trying to go back in my thoughts to see if it helps you remember Mm -hmm. um, talking about stepping out in faith and taking it to godly counsel lining it up oh yeah taking it see how good you are (laughs) taking it to godly counsel because sometimes what the enemy does and your own flesh does is that Sometimes I, I know at least what, what we've experienced, what I've experienced is that you're so jumbled up and you could argue it either way. Well, like, I think God would have me do this because da, 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 da. Well, but I could also see why he would have me do this because da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and sometimes it's that that God, like in that situation where you could argue it either way, it's that God told you to be still and the enemy doesn't care which way you move. He just wants you to move because God yeah. said, be still. And mm-hmm. then sometimes it's that either step would be okay because God is in, he's blessed both of those paths. And that's kind of a hard thing. And sometimes you can't decipher it. But when you bring it to godly counsel, they give a word of wisdom that brings clarity and gets you out of your headspace. You, you, yeah. you sometimes trickle yourself, your spiritual mind back to your carnal mind. And you get so discombobulated that you can't make heads or tails of what's happening. And you need that time to separate from it and say, God, I, you know, I'm wanting to take this job, but I'm, I'm so nervous that I'm not doing what you asked me to do. Am I doing this for vain pursuit? You know, is this the love of money? Is this, this, is this, that, you know, and you'll know that when you start to say that to godly counsel, they'll say things to you like, Hey, you know, 
you're like beating yourself up with scripture. You're pulling scripture from here and from here and you're beating yourself up. The Holy Spirit doesn't do that, but the enemy does. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what he did to Jesus. Yeah, you're quoting scripture, but it doesn't go together. Those don't go to stop doing that, you know, and they, and you get, and, and again, we know that not everybody has this godly counsel and that's why getting plugged into a a Bible believing church is important for Mm -hmm. you for that. That's the perp. That's the true purpose of church. It's not for potluck Sunday, right? Like it's not for looking (laughs) snazzy on whatever day you go. It's because you need to fuel up. You need Mm -hmm. to have that. You need to be surrounded with like-minded people to fuel up, learn and go out. Don't sit, go out, but you need that. So Sarah and I have that in each other. Um, and we have that in several other people. We've been blessed to, to found some really godly friendships. Um, but I can't tell you how many times I've had counsel pull me back from the edge of that, uh, really not being able to think like, I just can't even figure out what I need to do here. And you, you take a step back and you pull somebody else in and they're able to, to make that clear and God gives them a word. So I I would just say, you know, trust that. And, um, you know, you said something to me earlier too, when we're talking about spiritual gifts, um, for me, it's very easy to see Sarah's spiritual gifts. I, I see them. I recognize them. I could call them out. I have no doubt about it. I don't worry about it. But when it comes to myself, I struggle to say, oh, I feel like God's given me this gift because then my brain goes to a stance of fear, which we mm-hmm. talked about where it's like, well, I don't want to say that I have a gift and misquote or misrepresent God at any, like I take the mantle of the temple of Christ very seriously. So yeah. I don't want to come at you with a word from God quote or this or that. And then feel as if I have led someone astray because I missed it. I put in my brain, my flesh puts a lot of pressure on me and takes the Holy Spirit point out. Like I, yeah. I don't mean to, I'm, I'm in fact not trying to do that, but that's what fear does. It jumbles right. the truth. And so I would just say that if any of you are listening and you feel like the Lord has given you a spiritual gift, begin, Sarah encouraged me today to begin to walk out in faith in that and operate it a lot more freely than you are right now, because God blesses that. And he gave you that gift to be used. Like I don't give my kids gifts for it to sit in a box. I give them a gift to be used and I want to see it bring them joy. And I want to see them share it with others and I want to see it be used. And so in the same way, these gifts, they need to be used. They need to be used for his glory and they need to be used for your blessing too, because he, he desires to give you good gifts, man, he does. He does. And that also made me think about the disciples, like when they cast out demons and they healed people, they didn't question it. They weren't like, Oh God, is this like Mm -hmm. a spiritual gift? Or Mm -hmm. am I doing this right? Is this really me? Is this, you know, whatever they just, they're like, in the name of Jesus, get out. Or Mm -hmm. you know, in the name of Jesus, you are healed. They didn't even, they didn't even bat an eye about it. And just like that, we need to be walking in our spiritual gifts that way. So confidently, God gave me the spiritual gift and I'm just going to run with it. I'm not going to shy away or question or, Oh, maybe this, maybe that. Right. God has given me this run run with that and do it boldly in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, and give, and, and, Oh my goodness, because, and, and the reason they were so bold too, is because it worked. And and when it works and you see it work, then you get more bold because you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, this, this is something I should be doing. Look what I can give to the world. Like I can help you with this gift of knowledge or this word of, you know, this discernment that I have, or, you know, whatever the gift is, it could just be the gift of counsel and the gift of like being a good listener to somebody. Like if that brings God glory, then it's a gift from him. Every good gift comes from above. So like we read a list of spiritual gifts. That's not an exhaustive list. Okay. God works in many, many, many ways, but they all line up with his word. They are all, um, for the kingdom, Mm-hmm. And therefore the unification of the body and the drawing in of the lost. So you can rest in the fact that if, if there, one of the gifts you feel like you have wasn't listed in that, in that 
that list that she read, but it brings glory to God and it, it aligns with the word and it brings the loss to the saving knowledge of Christ operate like operate yes. in it. Uh, you know, there's yeah. also hospitality and other things that you didn't read. And, and those are kind of what I'm you know, thinking of here, but I'm just saying like, yes. Yeah. Um, no, that's so good. And of course we have to think about too, the fruits of the spirit. That's absolutely. part of the Holy spirit too. And if you think about in Galatians five, where the fruits of the spirit are listed right before that, if you're ever questioning, like, is this of God? Is this of not, you could go back to Galatians five and read through that Mm -hmm. as a reminder, because it talks about very, it separates very clearly the flesh versus the spirit. Oh, that's so good. It is. We should. Yeah. That's so good. Right. Because it talks about like the flesh or it goes through the whole thing. So anytime you're questioning, go back to Galatians 5 and see which one it aligns with. And that um, it's a great fallback. And I think about the love chapter because yes. God is love mm-hmm. and what he wants you to do. Like, is it conceited? Is it for yourself? Is it for the, you know, and when you, when you check yourself in that, you're like, oh no, definitely. That was my <laughs> flesh. You know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. I was doing that for the wrong reasons, but you may, are you talking about like love is patient? Yes. Is yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Love is patient. Yeah. First Corinthians chapter 13, love is patient, mm-hmm. love is kind. And then it does not boast. It does not seek its own. It doesn't, you know, all of those, it goes on and on. And to me, that's also a mirror reflection of your what you're doing is that reflecting Christ and is it bringing glory and I know I um I think I I think I would love for us to get Sharon some testimonies of how God has oh you know what I want to talk about that you told me one time that really changed my really changed my perspective because because I want to be so mindful of the fact that um you know, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power mm-hmm. and love and a sound mind, right? Yeah. Second Timothy one seven. Yes. So, but one time you told me this story about how God had revealed to you, you were going to, there could have been an accident and mm-hmm. you, were, mm-hmm. you were afraid. Yeah. Um, and, and initially when she was, which you could, I don't know if you want to share that testimony or if we just want to recap, what do you think? Well, I could just do a real quick recap. I won't go lengthy because it really is not a lengthy story anyways yeah basically I had the Holy Spirit put on my heart that um to be very mindful of a car accident as I'm driving and and so um that there is there's a likelihood of getting into a car accident and instead of putting that into the back of my mind and just being alert and aware I I took on a spirit of fear Mm. and I became very fearful of driving and I know I said it's not a long story. <laughs> it's really not. But to make a, a shorter story shorter, they, within a period of about a week, I was in almost three head-on collisions yeah. randomly. Like cars just randomly going off there right in front of me. One of the – a car right in front of me got hit. Another car just went within – missed me by a few feet, went off his lane right into the, the shoulder, down in the grass. Like multiple – three times within a week. And I was so fearful Mm. of driving. And instead of taking what the Holy Spirit put on my heart and just being aware and discerning, I went to a place of fear, which God did not give us a spirit of fear. And, um, and I know you're going to kind of roll with that. And so I want to pass it back on to you, but that is the kind of the short version of that. Yeah. But that just changed everything for me um, because a lot of times I would dismiss the voice of God because of the fear that would rise up on me. And God really spoke to me when you were sharing that testimony that you can choose to be afraid when God speaks. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You can choose to be afraid or you can choose to trust. Now God yeah. still protected you. He still warned you he did. and you were mm-hmm. still, you know, you, you, you know, you I was still mindful of that. And I was praying every time I got into the car, but instead of just walking in freedom and trust and saying, thank you, God, for revealing that to me so I could continue to take it to in prayer and to be mindful of it. I went to a place of, oh, God, please, 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 like, oh, like, yeah, terrified every time I got into the car. <laughs> yeah. And well, and because it's scary, but you mm-hmm. know, the, the fact of the matter is it's scary, but your God told you it was coming so that you could be alert mm-hmm. and you could be vigilant and we should, you know, the human side of us, every person would do what you did, I feel like. But that for me, the point is to say that like that opened my mind up to the fact that God does 
God speaks and the things that he might reveal to you, they might be scary and you can Mm -hmm. choose to trust and be like, okay, I have peace about this. It's something scary that you've revealed to me, but I trust you no matter what. Mm-hmm. And, but that helped me because before I would dismiss thoughts that would ca- that I, that fear would follow because I'm like, Oh, that's the enemy. Because for me, I had tormenting dreams and mm-hmm. they were terrifying. And I can tell you right now that it was months and months and months and months of this. And, mm-hmm. um, they were just so disturbing. I wasn't sleeping. And then I, I, um, you know, I began to pray in my dreams and like rebuke the enemy because I was like a God, my God doesn't cause this kind of fear and this kind of torment, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and God isn't, that isn't God's character, but he didn't, he didn't make me feel tormented. I chose to allow that to happen instead of seeking God's face. And later he revealed a truth that absolutely changed my life through these dreams Mm -hmm. that were tormenting and um it's something of course that the enemy tried to twist and he succeeded in a lot of ways but ultimately ultimately god brought freedom to my family and to our home through this but it was huge sharing that testimony with me that like and i just want the listeners to know that like you have got to become and you know how Adam and Eve, they sinned because they never asked God after Satan tempted them. They never were like, oh, hold on. Let me just go ask God real quick. He'll tell me. He'll let me right. know what I should do. Right. We'd be in a different place right now. And I just want to encourage our listeners for the same exact thing. Like when you start to have these things that are happening that are causing you fear, causing you torment, God didn't give you that spirit. Your flesh can choose that. And you need to take it back to God and say, God, if this is not something you're trying to reveal to me, take it away right now in the name of Jesus. If this is not the path you want me to walk, show me clearly right now in the name of Jesus. Give me the faith to walk whichever way you're having me walk. And he will is what yeah. I want to say to you. And he will. He always will. He will give always. you. Yeah. But but don't think that just because you have a fleshly emotion that rises up, um, that it's not from the Lord. That's just your character flaw, you know, and we all experience that because we're human and he knows that. And so just, yeah. you know, and he's there to cover that. Absolutely. And to grow us through it. Absolutely. And he's still free. You know, it's just, he just, sometimes we take the long way around where he's trying to get us to, but he gets us there because he's a good father that doesn't leave us in that, you know, inadequateness that comes with just being human, just being, yeah. you know, and, rightfully so and you know you're you're what you're sharing with me that's scary and what happened was happening to me it was scary too but I just man that just for me um I think listeners need to know that I think they need to be aware of that um yeah yeah. absolutely I think that's so important to be aware of that because the Lord will speak to us about things Mm -hmm. and we have to be the one to choose how we respond. Just like I tell my kids every day, right? Like I homeschool them. And so we have to do school together. And there's some things that like are really hard. My son struggles with reading and spelling. And so when he's struggling with that, I have to remind him every day how through your struggles, you have to still choose how you're going to respond to that. Are you going to cry and have a meltdown because you're so frustrated in doing this? Or are you going to say, I could do hard things Mm -hmm. and push through it. Right. And just like that, as, as the Holy spirit reveals to us, we have to choose how we're going to respond to what he's revealing to us. Are we going to shy away? Are we going to go through to fear? Are we going to go to pride and be like, Oh, guess what? You know, yeah, there could be all ways that we fleshly respond and, and we just need to make sure that we stay in check with that. Yeah. And the good thing too, about that is that he, he also empowers us to be able to push through it. So like Mm -hmm. he gives us this word, we start to misstep and then he even empowers us to come Like it's not, none of it really the whole salvation. There's really not a whole lot to do with us other than we get to be redeemed. Everything else is it's (laughs) the faith that he gave us. It's the blood Mm -hmm. that he shared for us. It's the gift that he handed, you know, like it's all. And then we live 
by his spirit empowering us. So like, you know, just knowing that, that you don't like what you said earlier, the, the translation of counselor is the one that walks alongside us, you know, mm-hmm. in, in everything and in, in hearing from him, he's the one talking to you. He's also the one asking the question. He's also the one answer. You know what I mean? Like it's all him. You're, you're it very, is. you're a very, you're like a minimal role. Like if this were a movie, <laughs> you're like at the bottom of the credits and it's really tiny and people can't even really see you you know the rest just says jesus christ and that's all you need to know you know (laughs) that's just kind of the truth but i I wanted to say um i thought it would be good that was a real life experience i don't know if you had more scripture to share but i just thought we could maybe share a couple of times and ways that god has spoken to us so Mm -hmm. if listeners are just getting in the the groove of hearing from the Lord or wanting to know, is this a way that we, you know, that maybe we can bring some like real life experience to it. What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want me to go first since I put you on the spot about things all the time? (laughs) Well, I don't mind going first. Okay. I have three, I mean, I have lots of ways, but three, as soon as you said that three things came to my mind, they're very, three very different ways that the Lord has spoken to me. So, one time, many years ago, I was praying about something. And honestly, I don't even remember what it was. It was some kind of question. I, I think it was about a job that I was praying through about if I should take it or not. I think I might be wrong about that. It was a long time ago. But how God spoke to me was so like, whoa, that I've never forgotten it. I had, I was driving and I was praying and I was like, God, I just really need a clear sign because I don't know what I'm supposed to do here. Like, I just need you to tell me yes or no. I, that's it. I just need yes or no. So I'm driving and I'm like so focused and praying about this that I miss my turn. Oh. And I turn around and then I miss my turn again. And then I turn back around and the same street that I had been driving on, I look up and there's a billboard. And on the billboard, I kid you not, it only says in giant letters, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, whoa and then like this instant peace came over me that was the only time god has given me such a blatant Mm. yes before like (laughs) i had either driven right past it or he changed the billboard right in front of me like i don't know how i didn't see it you know through that turning around process but that was like one time that i i still to this day think about that on a regular basis wow whoa (laughs) right and then i've also had the holy spirit speak to me through visions Mm -hmm. um giving me a clear vision of something. Oh, actually, this has been many, many, many times that he has done that, but a very vivid vision and praying through what that vision is. Mm. And that's, that's really neat. And, and usually for me, I know you dream a lot and I do too. And God has spoken to me through dreams before, but usually if he gives me a vision of something, I am actually awake and I've been in prayer and I'm talking to the Lord and then he just boom pops up almost like a little movie clip of like you know a couple seconds of just an image and it's just really interesting and then the the most common way though that he speaks to me is this still small voice through the discerning spirit um, guiding me through things also I guess another way that comes to my mind too is like what happened the other day when we were recording a podcast and God just kept Like I just flipped open the Bible and boom, it was like Mm -hmm. right there, you know? So there's all kinds of ways. And I know that God has spoken to you in many ways too. And I would love for you to share those. Yeah, I have, um, I think I have like an intercessory gift. I don't know what it's called. Mm -hmm. I'm not too like, um, savvy on all these things, but, but I, what I, what I, what I've had before many times, actually, this is a very common way. The dreams is is, is a big thing for me. And, um, but, um, I have, have been, I can't even count the number of times and it's, it's a little bit different each time, but like, Mm -hmm. I know I've been in my kitchen cooking dinner or cooking breakfast or whatever I was doing. I just remember I was cooking and this wave, this deep, deep sorrow washed Mm -hmm. over me. It was so 
palpable and there was nothing for me to be sad about and I'm like what in the world I'm just crying and so and then a person's name came to my mind and so I just began to pray for that person I prayed for them and then Mm -hmm. I felt there have been a few times when that's happened where I have not been led to message them but almost every time I'm led to message them and Mm -hmm. so I'll reach out and just say you know, Hey, I just wanted you to know you're on my heart and I prayed for you. Sometimes God gives me an actual like scripture or a song or just a statement, you know, and, (laughs) and it's all my thoughts, by the way, this is not a voice that I'm hearing. These are all things that are inside my head, but it's a difference in that it's, there's no, there was, like I said, no reason for me to be sad. And every single time um, that, that I obey that. And I do that. Cause there have been times when I don't obey that, by the way. Um, I, the person writes back and is like, you don't know what I was going through in that exact moment. And I'm just, you know, then I'm, then I'm crying. Yeah. I have something to cry about now. I'm like crying because why would, you know, God use me to do that, but they right. feel seen and heard. And, and, and that's happened a, a, a couple of times people have messaged me too. And that's been a blessing in my life, but definitely that yeah. way where they'll, I'll just have this, a, na- a name will come into my mm-hmm. mind. I'll be thinking of them. I have no reason to be thinking of them. Yeah. And, and then I, that happens to me too. I've never experienced the sadness like you're talking about. I think that's so fascinating because it's like the Lord gave you a, a hint of what they were feeling. And so you had that compassion and it's like, Whoa, I need to reach out to like, almost like, like I need you to do this now because yeah. this is what I'm feeling. And that's so cool. Mine has usually been in the middle of the night. I wake up and someone's on my mind. Oh, like, oh. yeah, me too. I've <laughs> yeah. done that too. Yeah. And I wake up or I don't have anybody on my mind, but I can't sleep and I have no reason. I'm like, I guess I'm supposed to be praying. So I begin yeah, to pray. Too. Yeah. That was me like last night. I think it was last night or the night before. It's so funny. Yeah. But then you do. And then God either reveals mm-hmm. something to you or, or whatever yeah. it is. And it's, and it's good. It's a good word mm-hmm. for a long time. It doesn't, it doesn't have to yeah. be even in that moment. Um, But the other way is, like you said, reading his word, his word, you know, the Holy Spirit tells us what from the, like what we, Sarah read the scripture, I read the scripture in John, and it's like, he leads you into truth. And sometimes the, the way that the word comes alive, I can't hardly sit on it. Like, I just need to go tell people, everybody who's friends with me on Facebook probably cannot stand me because it's either about 27 (laughs) pictures of my child or it's 27, like, let me tell you this novel long testimony of how good God is, you know, but you just can't, like, I can't just hold it in. I need to share it with everybody and anybody. You're not even asking me like, oh, how are you? Well, I'll tell you how I am, you know? (laughs) Just bubbling over. Yeah, it's just, you're so excited. But I also, um... Yeah, I think that those are probably the most common. And, you know, my husband, I I also think, like you were talking about earlier about how, you know, we talk to our kids. I think our personalities, the way that he designed our personalities that matter. Because one time my husband, okay, so my husband's love language is like he works he loves to build things he's like handy he really it's like if if any of my friends have something broken or up I'm like I'll give you my Freddie I'll I'll have my (laughs) husband yeah Yeah. like he's very good at it yeah and he just but it really brings him joy to be able to do something with his hands to help you that's like his love language and my thing I am an emotion person like I'm always which is why I think that the mental health thing has come into place because it's a gift from the Lord that the enemy tries to just like, you know, kill inside of you. But I remember one time uh, we were both called like, okay, let me, let me try to back up. But he, he, we were both, it was like a Wednesday night and I was, this is kind of talking like back. If you guys heard when I shared my testimony about the deep sorrow I felt in, in thinking about my dad in this dream that I had, it was very similar. It's this overwhelming, it's not yours. You know what? I don't know how to explain it other than that. Like there's sadness. And then this is not your sadness. This is not normal. This is not from you. This is otherworldly. You know, this is a spiritual world. And 
so I have this just deep, deep, deep sadness. And, and I, you know, asked him about, I was like, Hey, it's Wednesday. Can we go to this specific church? Um, and it's not one that we typically went to. And I was really thinking in the middle of the week, he's going to be like grouchy. You know, he's going to say no because he's so tired, whatever. And so he didn't say no, he said yes, but he was so physically exhausted and he was he was not grouchy but he was just so tired it was like his eyes were red it was like painful to look at him and we we go to the church and we're you know like in this in this room and we're having like bible study and there's a person there and god gave he and i a word for that person and immediately he's not tired anymore. And the deep sorrow that I had was not there. And it, so cool. and it was like a mix of God calling us to something. And then the spiritual warfare hitting in our personalities, like his physical body is what he uses for God's kingdom. Like that's yeah. who he is. And mine is like, my compassion and emotions and like, I'm just a bubbly idiot, like that kind of thing. And that's where the enemy was hitting both of us. So I'll say that too, that know that God has given you gifts that the enemy twists, uh, for, to try to confuse you. And, and yes. when you're obedient to something that doesn't make sense, cause I've got to be honest, I didn't really want to go to church that night to that church, to that. It was not like it was out yeah, of the I norm. That night. Yeah. And, and it was this beautiful thing that God, you know, unfolded, but it was not what I wanted to do. And I'll say that too, Sarah, normally when God calls you to something or not normally, I don't want to say normally, there's many times when God calls you to something, it is not anything that I want to do. I have no interest in doing that. I don't want to do that. And, and then I have to be like, okay, if I don't want to do that and I'm feeling called to do that, who, who's, who would ask me to do that? <laughs> right. <laughs> Is that you, God? I need, I need a big billboard sign. Can you get me one of those? Cause otherwise I don't think I'm going to do it kind of thing, but yeah, you know. know, just, so those yeah. are some kind of like common and also, you know, uncommon ways. But then after that night, the Lord really revealed in our obedience, he really just lavished on me answers to prayers that I had been praying for months and months and months. And, um, you know, kind of set the trajectory of where we are right now. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, cool. I love that. That's so amazing. Yeah. I think that's so cool how the spirit just is so personal with each person. Yeah. And, yeah. It's yeah. So amazing. And I also was just looking here. I was going to read Romans eight, 26 and I will but as I was sitting here with my Bible open to that I glanced over to earlier in the passage and there's just a couple couple of scriptures that are just like screaming out to me that I want to read I know we're we're out of time so I'm going to be quick but um Romans 8 11 it says but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus mm. from the dead dwells in you he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give you life to your mortal bodies through the spirit who dwells in you. And I think that's just so powerful to think about the spirit who raised Jesus from the dead is dwelling within mm -hmm. us Man. and he is ready and in, in longing to raise your spiritual dead souls. If you're not a believer, he's, he's longing to raise you from the dead to your spiritual being and to dwell in you. Yeah. And then a little bit further down on verse 14. <clears throat> um, but for all who are being led by the spirit of God, mm. these are sons of God as children of God. We are being led by the spirit. And then that leads me over to the one I was going to say, which is just a good reminder when we are, because we talked a lot about, is it us? Is it God? And we don't want to step out of God's will. And this is another one that just is going to kind of tie it all together. And then we'll close us out. Um, unless you have something else. To no, say no. I mean, you, no, you're good. This is good. <laughs> um, but in Romans 8, 26, it says, in the same way, the spirit also helps, also helps we, our weaknesses. For we do not know how to pray as we should. But the spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts know what the mind of the spirit is 
because he intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Mm. Um, and we know right after a very famous verse, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good for those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. So as believers, sometimes we don't know what to pray. We don't know the answer, but the spirit that is dwelling within us is interceding mm. on our behalf for the Holy Spirit according to God's will mm. for our good and his glory. And that's just so powerful it is and it gives you it can give you rest that if you make a misstep if you do something that takes you the long way around if you are Mm -hmm. a born-again believer filled with the holy spirit led by the holy spirit you know you might you might like i said take the long way around but god's not going to leave you there he's not going to he's going to come and and help you you know what i mean like we might make a mistake but even in that like you just read he can bring all things together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. And I know I, I myself have had to rest many times in the fact that, and you've helped me with it too. Your heart is postured after God. You mm-hmm. have sought after him and you might not have a clear picture, but you just have to step out in faith in the next step and know that, you know, even if it's not what he would have, then he's going to make the way for the next step. He's going to make a way for the next step and don't leave yourself, you know, crippled by fear of making a mistake or quote unquote, you know, coming outside the will of God. He, he will walk alongside you as long as you are. Um, I mean, always, I don't want to say as long as that's not what I meant to say. I just, you know, rest in that return to your rest. Oh, my soul for the Lord has been good to you and he will always be good to you. And that, um, yeah. So I will pray us out and, and, um, We'll meet you guys back here next time. Yeah. Heavenly Father, God, you are so good. And we just thank you for this. I I feel like as we were praying over this and we were studying and we were asking you, Lord, to show us what you would have us to say. This is not even what I had imagined. And I just thank you that your Holy Spirit took the reins. And I just thank you for the obedience. Um and the call that you gave to us for this podcast. And we just pray right now that all those who are listening, who don't know you, who don't have a relationship with you, God, that you will, well, first we just pray that the, this, the blindness and the hardening of hearts to not respond to that call would be broken off right now in the name of Jesus. We, I, we ask for you to give them, just a heart of flesh that's ready to receive the most precious relationship they will ever have. I pray for those who have been going from relationship to relationship, seeking after that God-sized hole in their heart. And I pray right now that your Holy Spirit would in the most sweetest and tenderest way that you do draw them and that they would become a new creature and that they would walk with you and know that you walk with them all the days of their life and that you will never leave them and never forsake them. And we just thank you for this opportunity to pour out our heart and our testimony and all the things that you've revealed to us. And we pray that you continue to reveal to us more and more and you would give us a boldness to share it. We thank you again, and we give you all glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We declare over you God's word. Ephesians 1.17 I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better.